Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Friday episode of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Great Hunt. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is uh, my good friend and co-host, Steve. Yes! <laughs> yes! I want to start this episode a little bit differently than uh, how we have started other episodes. I'm going to start this episode off mm, great. with an apology. An apology to you. Oh, that's never happened before. <laughs> to you, Steve. I'm just kidding. That has happened. It's happened a lot. <laughs> Oh, it's for me. This is great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel. I'm I for? feel like the our yesterday's episode, the last episode that we did, I came off a little hot. You got got a little flustered. You got a little upset. I got a little upset. You got a yeah. You know. You got a little. And upset. it's okay. People that are listening right now, you're probably thinking like, you didn't seem like you were upset that much. Well, that's because I cut that part out, everybody. But I'm coming. Cut it out. You can <laughs> do can that. Do he can just take I, things. He can just make things. He could just, you know, he could just take things he said like last year. Put them in today's yeah. episode. You know, <laughs> make them sound happy. <laughs> yes. So it's a little trick I need to work on. Uh, I am. I'm. I'm coming to you. I'm. I. I feel bad about it, but you know, we're still oh. we're we're still okay. friends. But it's because I have a passion. You know. Listen, Will. You're a good boy. Thanks, man. You're smart Thanks, boy. Man. Okay. You're smart and good, okay. and uh, and it's and it's and uh, you know. Here we are. <laughs> well, it's because, like, look, man, I'm passionate. All right, I got, I got a fire in my belly. You got a fire, yeah. It's not the only. Thing. <laughs> it's a little bit of indigestion. I had a hot dog earlier. It wasn't good. Yeah, a couple of chili dogs. Yeah. But speaking of fire, speaking on, speak of hot fire. <laughs> we got ourselves <laughs> a barn burner, literally, of an episode. My computer monitor just keeps dying on me. You want to hit it? Let's burn it like a oh, barn. Boy. Things are getting rough here, burn everybody. Um, barn burner of an episode with us today. Chapter 30. We've got a lot of things to cover. Actually, not too much, but there is a lot of action that happens in here. We got a bit of a reunion. Well, hold on, because I'd like to stop you in your tracks right there and really get into the term barn burner. Because what does that mean? Where did that come from? Did, what is a barn burner? <laughs> well, how did that start? Did you leave something? If you, you know, is it really, because it's really easy to burn down the barn because there's so much hair in there. <laughs> there's probably a lot of hair in there because of all the sheep, I guess. But so much hair. So much hay in there is what I meant to say. So much hair. <laughs> sheep and horse hair. <laughs> wool. <laughs> yeah, wool is what that for is. Sure, for sure. But no, uh, you know, is anything in a barn a barn burner? I don't know. It's you just. Know, you, like, I, I don't know. Never mind. Let's get into, let's get into the chat. <laughs> I went on an adventure with you for those couple minutes there. Oh, boy. all right chapter 30 everybody we are kicking off from where we left off with Rand, loyal and Hirin after their whole debacle (laughs) of them uh running around the foregate of carrion and running away from marionette trollocs great disguise (laughs) we've established on the show a couple of times already great disguise it's a fantastic disguise yes yes, i'd be fooled that people know we know <laughs> and they're lying they would fool me and it has fooled me yeah it's good shame to say they're it. lying low in their hotel the dragon's wall or whatever they're just they're lying they're lying low for the moment it's been a couple I think it's days. called the dragon's taint i mean isn't it I, the taint of the dragon i think a couple of vins have that name actually yeah maybe not this one <laughs> whatever <laughs> whenever rand rock walks in they recognize him like hey the thing in Wheel of Time is like the word taint 
uh, is not something you want to encounter a lot when you're traveling around. You know, the word the word taint. But when it's cup, when it's as long as it's not the dark one's taint, and it's coupled with a dragon's taint, or um, you know, the innkeeper's taint, or uh, ye old taint. These are all good. If you ever see a place that's just called Taint, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, surprisingly, the innkeeper's Taint, that's a good very place. Very friendly. Very friendly. Lots of lots of really nice people there. <laughs> great great mozzarella sticks. So good. I don't know what they do to them. So they're hanging out. They're lying low. Rand is uh, ruminating on the whole Illuminators thing that they actually, uh, probably accidentally might have blown up. Their little illuminator factory, but they didn't accidentally. Definitely, <laughs> uh, he thinks about Celine a little bit because why not? Robert Jordan has definitely established a theme of <laughs> thinking about ladies. Yes, we know. We know. Robert <laughs> Rand is thinking about Celine, yeah. and also Min, and also Egwene, and you know there might be a couple other. And also Elaine, probably. Oh yeah, all kinds of people. While they're waiting, they get a little knock on the door. And it's the innkeeper there. I can't remember her name. Her? I think it's a her. Uh, no, him. Him. I think it was Sally. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> they get a knock on the door. I think it was. And on, on the other side of the door is the innkeeper. They have two. She That person, they, yes, uh, has two invitations and they're like okay we're gonna take a look at them and they're two invitations like the invitations that we've had beforehand like the game of games invitations that other houses are like oh there's a potential lord hanging around this town well we might as well invite him in or something get him in for hotcakes <laughs> <laughs> get him in here quick i, I don't care I, I, get him in here quick what are we gonna talk to him about i don't i don't care it doesn't matter I, we'll talk at him he needs to know we need to be around important people, and they need to be around us. <laughs> it's this is a game of games, and we got hotcakes. Come on, this game of games. We got to play, and we got. The, did you see how many hotcakes are in there? <laughs> I keep cooking for no reason, and nobody's showing up. I sent out all these invitations. <laughs> <laughs> these cakes don't keep. God damn it! <laughs> that Rand takes the uh, Rand takes the invitations. He takes a look at them, and one of them is from the King of Carrion, King Galdrian, and one is from another guy named Lord Bart Barthain. Bartain. Bartain. Bartain sounds pretty cool. I'm gonna run with that one. Lord Bartain. And he's about to throw him out into the fire. He's about to like just like tear him up, get him out of here. But Hiran makes a good point. He's like, you can't just do that because if you're making a if you are throwing away invitations to the game of games, people are gonna start thinking that you're slighting them and also playing the game of games from a from a funky angle, you know? He's pulling a big brother move. Yeah. You know? Those first of all, those invitations aren't cheap. No, absolutely not. Throw one of those. It's got gold flakes all over it. It's like got a little parchment. It smells like hotcakes. Burn that, and that's just like throwing away money. It smells. They're dipped <laughs> in hot cake cream. <laughs> they're mm. just mm. they're soaked, and they're just dripping. To gather the soak just to gather the aroma, <laughs> the aromatic pleasure of opening a game of games in later air. It's all about the experience, oh, oh. man. Started turn into a French Canadian. <laughs> so, Rand, like I said, Rand's about to throw him out here and makes a good point. Like, you don't want to be doing that. 
And also <clears throat> loyal is like, look, man, I could go for a party. Like, why not? It could be good for us. <laughs> loyal is the one that wants the party, which is like, that's that's when you know shit's real. That's when you know like shit, like real talk. Loyal wants the party. Absolutely. Yeah. He's stressed out. He's not feeling good right now, and he wants to. And he it's chill as fuck. What do you think Loyal's like at a party? All the time. Yeah. Loyal? Oh, he's ama- <laughs> he just starts doing the robot on the dance floor, and everyone's like, he could do that? And he's like. He's amazing. He has Twister with him. Who wants to play Twister? And everyone's like, what? Where did? Where was that? And he just pulls out the mat <laughs> and the little spinny thing. Red, oh, yeah, yellow arm. Uh oh. <laughs> he's using his tail. He's using. Oh, he's using his tail to hit green, <laughs> green leg. <laughs> but then he lifts his tail up, and his butt is right in Perrin's face, and Perrin's like, Meh. but then he kind of is like, ooh, and he gives a little sniff because he's a wolf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Rand takes that. He's like, okay, well, here, how about this? I'll make you. I'll strike you a deal here, loyal. What I'll do, because I don't want to be involved in the game of games, but if I'm going to be kind of involved in the game of games kind of de facto anyways, because people keep thinking I'm a lord. Side note, Hiran keeps referring to Rand as my lord and bowing to him. And even though Rand is like, please stop doing that. That makes me uncomfortable. I think Rand is starting to get like (laughs) a little more comfortable with it. You know, I mean, after a while, you just kind of like, thank you for for bowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's starting. I think he's starting to just. I think he's starting to reap the benefits a little bit. If you know what I mean. Maybe enjoying a couple free hotcakes. Ooh, tasty. Mm. So Rand is like, you know, I got a better idea. What I'll do is I'll take these invitations. I'll make sure everybody sees me in the common room downstairs, and I'm gonna look like I'm pondering over them. And have you ever? Don't worry. It's a fail-safe plan. I've done this. I used to do this all the time with my dad and with my homework. This is how I do homework. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just hold it in front of my face and just look yeah, at it. Look really hard. For three hours. Just, mm. Really hard. Mm. And at that point, they assume it's done. And Rand... Uh, well? <laughs> Rand takes Loyal. They're, they they want to go check the guardhouse as well just to see if uh, Ingtar have showed up, has shown up at all. And if uh, Selene has been around. Has anybody seen Selene at all? So... Yeah, where's he, Celine? Rand's, Rand needs to know for some reason. Huron yeah. stays back. He's like, don't worry, guys. I got this place locked down. Don't worry about it. They leave. Rand does this little parlor trick in the in the, in the the common room. You know? And, nobody, and I, I guarantee you, everybody is like, fuck you. <laughs> He's like, hey, Loyal, come here a minute. Come here. Got your nose. Everyone look. I have his nose. How did I get it? Oh, no. Oh, here you go. And you put it back on. And Loyal's just going, Rand, my nose. What in the light? (laughs) I did not know of this magic. And everyone laughs and everyone laughs. And Loyal goes, ha, 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 you silly old gear. You have a nose the whole time. That's probably their their party, like, two-part, like, their their two-man trick. You know, that's how they get everybody. That's how they become the funny people at the party. You know, the jokesters. Yeah, you know, pen and teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta have a buddy for that sort of situation. You gotta become prepared. So they leave the inn. They go down to the guardhouse, see if anybody's shown up. Uh, the guard that they're talking to, 
It's a bit shifty. They don't like the way he's talking. They don't. They can't tell if he's <laughs> lying or just doesn't honestly know. But he has this shitting grin on his face, so probably lying. Yeah, but aren't they like that guy's always like that? That's a that's that guy's shitty. Uh, I think that's the next chapter. Yeah, yeah that guy's a real dickhead. Yeah, don't worry about that guy. <laughs> so they give up on him. <laughs> they give up on him. They're like, all right, well, what's the next thing we can do here? I guess we go back. And on their way back, Loyal sees that the inn is on fire, up in flames, engulfed in flames. Burning. Um, have you ever seen like, have you ever seen like a big house fire or anything like that? Yes. It's bizarre, right? I have seen a couple. I've just seen house. Yeah, I've seen some house fires. I've seen. I've never seen an inn fire. But yeah, it is. It, it's not a fun sight. It's, the smells are never good either. I when I was young, smells are the worst part. When I was younger, uh, there was I a, guess a death maybe. <laughs> Jesus. That doesn't smell good. Oh God! When I was younger, there was this apartment complex at the bottom of the at the bottom of the hill from where I lived, and it used to be an A and B sound. Like the whole complex area where it was built used to be an A and B sound. They tore it down and Which built. Is it. a record store. Yeah, for people who don't know. I don't know what's the which is for most people probably. What what the United States equivalent would that would be? Uh, would that be like Virgin what Records? Do you mean? Record store. Any record store. No, it wasn't like a record store. It was like it was like HMV in the sense that like there was a lot of movies. There were CDs, of course. It was but... an Alberta-based chain. All right. Uh, they tore that down. Built up so a. There you go. Uh, built up a apartment complex, and I remember I was like eighth grade and there was like a shopping complex right next to this apartment building and a few people that i knew of lived in that apartment building and worked at that complex like right next door so their entire lives kind of just like lived in this 10 minute like walking area which was kind of cool pretty convenient i would say did it all burn down that building burnt the like the apartment building burnt the fuck down and I remember going to my barber soon. I, I, I remember going down to the hill, bottom of the hill, just to kind of like, because I heard about it on the news. And it was burning for like hours, hours and hours and hours and hours. They, yeah. It was like went into the night. And it was su- super Tough. sad. It was super sad. Nobody, nobody lost their lives. No pets were missing or anything like that. Like all in all, it was good. Like people were safe, but still what a lot of people. Like? Uh, plastic. Smell like plastic of all things. Burnt anus. Another way to describe <laughs> it. I remember going to my barber soon after that, and he was one of those people that lived in that apartment complex and uh, worked in that worked in that area. He's like, I live here now. <laughs> pretty. This is my house. Pretty much. I sleep over there. Pretty under the sink. Pretty much, man. And they, I think they <laughs> they really screwed him over with all the insurance and everything like that. And he ended up having to actually, this Oof. is kind of sad. He had, he had to move back to Iraq no. and, uh, no, well, I miss that's, that. that's real sad. I miss that guy. That guy was wow. cool. Can't remember his name though. Um, let me tell you a story about when I was younger and I was walking home from school one day and I was going, do, 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 I'm walking home from school. And that's your song. Is you're walking home from, uh, school? then I, then I, it is, it was, yeah, nice. and then I was, I, I sniff, started sniffing. <laughs> I said, what's that? And I said, there's an aroma in the air. And I said, somebody 
Somebody making meatloaf? That's not hotcakes. That smells like meatloaf. That's not hotcakes. Yeah, that's not hot. That's not hotcakes. <laughs> smells like a loaf, meatloaf. And then uh, as I as I approached my homestead, uh, I realized that a neighbor about four door, f- four or five doors up from where I lived, blew himself up in his garage, oh with his head God. on fire, and burned his ears off. And that's what I smelled. <laughs> That's what I thought was uh, was meatloaf. He was fine, other than the burnt ears and the burnt head. But he, I mean, he wasn't fine. But he was fine. Yeah. In the moment, he wasn't fine. Yeah. But yeah. In, the, in the end, he was all fine. And I was a kid, and I said, "Oh, that's weird." But as an adult, and I say, "Oh, you blew yourself up in your garage, eh?" Hmm. It starts to lead. I think I start to know what you're doing in there. Yeah. There was a cut. But as a kid, filled in the re- blanks. It was really weird. It was like, how did you? How did this happen? What? Propane exploded. What do you mean? As an adult, though, you're like, mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I know what honey oil is. <laughs> uh, skill Anyways. testing. Skill testing question for you. While we're on the topic of house fires, if you had to take save anything from your house or apartment or whatever, uh, barring things that are like obvious choices, pets, family members, you know, things like people or alive things, what would be like? Be as vain as possible here. What would be the three uh. top things that you would save? From your burning. Why you asked me these questions beforehand. Like, I don't know. I'm surprised to grab anything. I'd probably grab a bong, <laughs> my cup of coffee that I'm drinking at the time. Maybe it's some cheese. Maybe cheese. Cheese is expensive. If I have a full brick of cheese in the fridge, I don't know if I want to let that go. You know, man, I have a bread and cheese alarm that's collecting dust right next to me that's not doing jack fucking shit and if this place lit up on fire they haven't been eating anything in this goddamn book and i want to talk about the nutrition here and the, the, the lack of it and i don't know how these people are even walking around let alone holding swords and horns and going through fires partying burning up reading what is this nonsense what is this garbage i seem to admit like I don't know. When you ask me a question, it makes me say, like, oh, I want to open up. I want to get my my comic book, my X-Men, my X-Men Hulk. <laughs> I, sound like a, <laughs> I sound like I know what I'm talking about, eh? I want to get my X-Men Hulk comic book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But I wouldn't be able to get a book out. My, they're in long boxes under my bed. Um, I don't really have many things of worth, well... <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh i'm putting that on a t-shirt everybody you can get that on your own chapter by chapter t-shirt. i want one i don't have many things of worth uh for yours oh. for the sweet price of 19.99 actually <laughs> Actually, I would probably end up without get without getting too much in the specifics, people, because I don't need my whole fucking life on the internet. Even though all of it already is, I have an online small business, and I have all of everything for that business is in two of these little. Look at this, well, two of these. Oh my god! So I could just pick these up. I'd look like a like a gorilla with a couple suitcases. And I'd hustle out. Look at this. This is bad podcasting, but this is great video for Will. <laughs> this is me running. He has two cases. He has two plastic suitcases, and he's doing like a like a I don't even know what kind of run. 
It was like he honestly, if I if I didn't know better, it looked like he was it looked like he was stealing them. If I if I just saw him for the first time carrying those suitcases like that, I thought he'd steal them. It were, he stole them. It was, it was. I was doing sort of like a cat burglar trot. Yeah. But it was kind of because I was doing a fun thing. <laughs> so I'd probably just take those so I could survive on the road. And then I would live, literally live out of those suitcases. But um, but not in the w- traditional sense. That is a good answer. I like that answer. That's a good one. Thank you. All right, let's move on here. So... They get to the inn. They see that the inn is on fire. The first thing that Loyal and our and Rand do is they basically just haul ass into the inn and start helping people. Like I don't think actually, you know what? I don't think I they help the people throwing water onto the problem. They just run up the stairs and notice that their room is on fire. They see Hiran is there and he's unconscious, but he's alive, so it's good. However, the chest is gone. There goes the great hunt, everybody. It's over. It's over. So that's this book. Yeah, it's over. It's done, and that's where it. That's where. Too bad Huron couldn't smell all this fucking violence (laughs) on its way. That's the thing. Is like, what kind? What are the rules here with Huron's smelling violence? Does he smell violence has happened? There violence that could be happening. I'm here to posit that there is no such thing as a sniffer. And that Huron is just a clever fellow who happens to have carved out his own little niche, cushy little spot in Ingtar's little brigade here. But he's just bullshitting all of us. What the sniffer? He's like, yeah, I'm a sniffer. I can smell, I can smell um, violence. Yes. This way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Definitely violence here. There's violence everywhere. Yeah. And they just, they put, Definitely here, though. They keep on showing up at, like, pretzel shops. He's like, oh, yeah, there's definitely violence somewhere yeah. around here. <laughs> They were here, yes. They were, yeah, somewhere around here. Before At we some go, point, yes. Before we go, though, you know, get me two of those. Make sure I get the mustard. Yes, Inktar, yes, Inktar, yes. pony up, buddy. Violently, I'm going to need you to violently salt those pretzels. <laughs> I can smell them already. That's probably what I smelt. Yeah, that's why we ended up here. Yeah, yeah. and they were violently uh, dressing these pretzels up with spices. Real, real story, guys. I didn't intend on this, but this is where we end up. So they see the chest is gone. So they pull Hiran out of the fire and take him all the way downstairs. Uh, for a second, Rand considers leaving the dragon banner, but ultimately de- decides against it because you never know. You never know when a banner with a dragon is going to come in handy. And I think that those are the exact words he says in the book, or at least thinks to himself. But he doesn't bring it. No, he does. Yeah, I know that. I mean, that is very that is very smart. That's very smart logic. Yeah, you're absolutely absolutely right. Yeah, it, it could come in handy in a a million different scenarios. Could be a blanket. That's what I mean. Aside no. from just the uh, the the sigil and the symbolism and what it represents alone, it could be a blanket. It could be uh, a cape, a towel. It could be uh, a towel, a head wrap. Mm. Um, you know, a number of things. An apron. Yeah. By the end of the 14th book, he's just covered in food and dirt. (laughs) (laughs) It's been repurposed a million times. Yeah. By the time we get to the very last battle of this whole fucking thing, he's just waving around this crusty, you know, (laughs) mustard-ridden nightmare of a cloth. (laughs) Utility banner. (laughs) Uh, They take him outside. uh, Ran... He's trying to look for help. He's like, where is the equivalent 
Like, where is the uh, wisdom equivalent in this town? Turns out it's a reader. Yeah. No, I like this part where he's like, what is the, what, what is the word? Get a wisdom. Get a, get a, uh, I'm just like, a fucking doctor? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, uh, what do you mean? What are you making up all these words? He's like, it's on, on tip of my tongue. Universal word. It's on tip of my tongue. It's on tip of my tongue. Ah, uh, luckily what some. Do you, what do you call a, what do you call a Healy, uh, Healy lady? You know, uh, a, a reader? And a, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. A Healy lady. <laughs> and then a girl wearing Healy shows up. She's like, yeah. what's up? You cold? She's wearing those, those <laughs> shoes with the little <laughs> shoes with the roller skates in them. She comes zipping in. Woo. I heard you called what's me. Crack? She goes, what's, yeah. She goes, what's cracking? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and just before chapter wraps up, we are reunited with our friends, Matt, reunited. Perrin, Inktar, and Varen, as they show up at Carrion for the first time, seeing Rand just kind of dealing with this whole fucking situation. You know, that's, that's They're a- like, oh shit. <laughs> that's, happen- that's happening, eh? And Rand- oh, fuck. And Rand has like a full-on fucking breakdown at the end of this. He's just like, like laugh crying. He's like, yeah. ah! Yeah. <laughs> really wish... Uh- for anyone who's been following us on the Wheel of Time graphic novel coverage, uh, I really wish that this that this that they got to depict this scene because this would have been this would have been some this is good shit. A lot of fun for the artist. <laughs> Get more of those Joker depictions. <laughs> and that's everything I want to cover here today. So, Steve, do what I pay you for. You don't pay me anything because Fuck I no. pay you. In sad love, you pay me in sad, uh, not sad. <laughs> Sometimes I have to knock you down so I can build you back up because that's where you belong <laughs> at the top, <laughs> the top of the mountain. And all of our listeners, you also be- belong at the top of the mountain because we need to come up. I've decided we need to come up with like, um, we need like a secret club thing that we say with all the listeners where we go like. By the light of Sidene, eat thy cheese and thy bread. Or like something like that. I don't know. I, I think by the light of Sidene doesn't make sense. But I get you know I I think uh, I think you're onto something there. I think something along the lines of eat eat thy bread and eat thy cheese is is perfect. It's good enough for me. All right. Well <laughs> New thing, everybody. Well Well with that being said, everyone, eat thy bread. And eat thy cheese. <laughs> and I'm sorry for saying it like that. I will, I'll work on it. Give me goosebumps. We will be back tomorrow. What's that? Give me goosebumps. Mm, that's a good book. We should do the Goosebumps series. <laughs> and, and then we'll be back tomorrow with chapter 31 on The Scent. At this point in the show, I want to show our support for our Gouda Big Cheese Daddy for taking part in our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon executive producer tier. If you would like to become a 
Gouda Grandmaster. Head on over to the Patreon. You can find it in our uh, episode notes in the description. And join the ranks of the elite!